1: Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Nobody has to tell you what this program is about. It is about the Bible, theology, Christian living, the kingdom of the cults, and the kingdom of the occult. In fact, any question you have about the Word of God and theology is welcome here. I'll do my very, very best to give you a biblical answer to the questions that you ask. But in order to do that, guess what? I've got to have your calls. So you need to start dialing at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And until then, am I going to wait for you? Uh, Not necessarily so. Do I have a challenge? No, but I do have some information. We're going to explore the Nation of Islam, the one led by Louis Farrakhan. You know, there's three of them, but we're going to focus on that and predominantly look at the theology that they espouse. Now, rarely is this done, uh, but the fact is uh, that the Nation of Islam uh, there's three branches. One tried to get away from its, its uh, racial tenets, but uh, but definitely Louis Farrakhan, being loyal to Elijah Muhammad, stuck to uh, the orthodox so-called doctrine of NOI. And uh, there is the racial component to it still, which is the white man is the devil. Though so, Now, when you hear anyone saying, and this is what gets me, there's some who believe that only uh, whites can be racist, minorities can't be racist. Well, I want to tell you something, that's a lie. Uh, Any human being on the planet can be a racist. If you, uh, in fact, let me give you the definition of racism, that any... Act, action done by an individual, person, or institutional structure that subordinates a person because of his color, race, national origin, religion, sex, or age. Uh, That's racism, and anyone who does that is a racist. The myth out there is that you have to have institutional power to be a racist. Not true. Uh, There's also personal racism. And if you get a bunch of personal racists together uh, that are against uh, somebody's religion, Just like being against their race, as you know, they could get an airplane flying into a building and kill thousands of people. Racism, my friends, is something that can be done by any human being on the planet. It is not something that is just uh, that adheres to someone being white. They're black racists. They're uh, yellow racists. (laughs) Indians, whatever, anyone can be a racist. It's a sin and it's shared by all. And so definitely, if you are a part of a racist group, then you are in trouble, not only with the tenets of just morality, but with God himself who created all humans in his own image. We're going to be looking at the nation of Islam, looking predominantly at their theology so, you can remember uh, some of these things that are uh, jotted that I have here. You can jot them down. And then, if you want to find the uh, website, which should contain more information on the subject, watchmen.org. That's right, watchmen.org. Uh, just ask for a uh, print in, uh, Nation of Islam, and it will all come out to you. The information I'm giving you comes from a historical view starting from, the, uh, from 2000. So, uh, definitely. Uh, But their theology has not changed over time. In fact, if anything, it's grown a little worse. However, while I'm doing that, you can call with any questions you have about the Bible, about the Word of God, about theology, or about Christian living. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss, ready for your call with any question you have about the Word of God. That call will be welcome here, and Marcus is there waiting for you. If you don't call, he doesn't get to work, and he likes to work. He likes to be tired when he goes home, so definitely give us a call, area code 866 423 area code 866 423 where I'm open to any questions that you have uh, while I'm uh, doing this teaching, but you can always call with a question of your very own. What's up, Marcus? no place like home. That's right. There's no place like home. But we can't go there now, Marcus. we got to work. And those of you in the listening audience, you got to work too. So give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. First of all, if we look at what the Nation of Islam teaches in terms of the nature of God, Ah, uh, it is very interesting and very flawed and very wrong as well. In terms of the nature of God, here's what they say. God is not spirit, but a man. God is a man. Well, first we read about that in the Bible, was in uh, Genesis, right? Uh, in chapters uh, 1, 2, and 3. Uh, Genesis 3 is the fall of man. Uh, where Adam found out that what uh, Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam is teaching is a lie because that's what Satan tried to get him to believe, that he was God. Okay? And needless to say, he found out he wasn't when God showed up. Both him and Eve ousted out of paradise. But So in other words, one of the most seminal and one of the first eras to ever fall into any religion Any organization. That's why Hinduism doesn't work. That is why Christian science doesn't work. That is why uh, the New Age movement doesn't work. Why? Because they believe in many gods, okay? Something we call polytheism, okay? Uh, And then God is not spirit but a man, okay? Wow, God being a man. The only persons uh, in the church who could be fooled by anything like that are those who don't read their Bibles. Because that's the first lesson you get if you start with Genesis, right? They also teach, God is a man, and we just cannot make him other than man. Least we make him an inferior one. A spirit is subject to us, and not we to the spirit. Now, I don't know exactly all what is meant by that. But uh, that is what they teach. Now, here's something also, and this next one is a real strange view of God, I dare say. Where what they believe is this, God is not eternal, he lives and dies. God is not eternal, he lives and and dies. Well, the very nature of God, I mean, is that he's everlasting. Uh, God has uh, no beginning and God has no end. So that's really, really uh, strange theology coming from anyone, uh, and especially here, from the nation of Islam, but that's just to let you know what it's about. So if you see that, then you do need to to recognize the fact that you're dealing with a cult. Okay, you're dealing with a cult, and of course, the nation of Islam then shares a lot of things in common with all false groups, right? Uh, but when we look at the nature of God as revealed in the Bible, over here in Isaiah 46, and there's other places as well, where it says in Uh, Verse 9, Isaiah 46 and 9, remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Okay. So uh, definitely the Bible's idea of God is a lot different from what we hear in the cults and in false world religions and in the nation of islam and genesis 1 again right it helps with this as well genesis 1 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth god is an eternal god not a man who lives and dies my goodness amazing number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss you can call in just as lee in detroit is doing right now hello lee Yes yes Lee, are you,
2: you're on the real good how are you you're on the air yes uh I wanted to talk to you about uh mark chapter ten verse seventeen and eighteen okay mark and, uh, chapter... uh Jesus told the young man that there was no good man but uh but the father okay so but mark chapter mark...
1: ten verse seventeen and eighteen okay yes okay
2: Where's... And uh and mark uh after 13, he mm-hmm. tells, his, tells his disciples, go find the man with the picture picture walking, and the good man of the house. I don't understand it. All right. Well, that
1: was something that uh, the, the answer to your second question is, that's something that uh, Jesus had already arranged to take place. So that was just, oh, uh, yeah, so that's what's going on there. In Mark oh. chapter 10. Uh, in verse uh, 17, 18, actually, you looked at. Let's look at 17 and 18. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do yeah. that I may inherit eternal life? Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. asking Jesus this. And notice he calls him good master. What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus Correct. said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. So, yeah. So in other words, and that's a good question you ask. Why is Jesus asking him this question? By saying this, is Jesus trying to say that he is not uh, God, that he is not good? Well, sometimes there's something uh, that uh, there are questions that are called rhetorical questions. Some people ask questions uh, just to see if you know what you're saying. This was rhetorical. In other words, Jesus is asking him, uh, are you really acknowledging who I am? Okay. Why yes. callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. In other words, he told him, do you realize that you are calling me God? That's what he's saying here. That's a rhetorical question that Jesus is right, asking. Right,
2: okay. Mm-hmm. I'm straighten it out because I was kind of confused there. Well, this is the place to call, right? So thank yes, you for calling. I know. Yeah. Oh, and, and, so and then today is my birthday. I'm 95. Wow,
1: man. Yeah, I was well, in I World to... War
2: II. World War
1: II. Well, happy birthday yes, to right. you. I was in. Uh, you. appreciate your service. I was in the military as well. I know. You
2: were a major in the Air Force.
1: Yeah, that's right. I retired. But, man, you went
2: through. Uh, uh, thank God for your service. I oh, yeah. appreciate it. It was a mess. I went from uh, New Guinea, uh, Dutch New Guinea, all the way to Japan.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's one thing that the military does. It, it gets us out of our, our cushions at home, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> all right. God bless you. Thank you, my brother. All right, the number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. So you see how easy it is, right? Just call in. I can teach my stuff, and you can ask your questions at the same time, and I won't miss a beat, all right? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Yes, the Nation of Islam teaches that God is not eternal, he lives and dies. What kind of a God is that? Then they go on to say, and this this is something else that really is shocking to me, where they say, well... We all know, now now listen to this, it it is uh, amazing to come up with this kind of reasoning, in my estimation, especially after being familiar with the Bible. Well, we all know that there is a God, or I'm sorry, not he is, we all know that there was a God in the beginning that created all things. Okay, that's what uh, they say. This is something that is taught by Louis Bargain. We all know that there was a God in the beginning that created all things. And do, and do know that he does not exist today. Now, wait a minute. How could there be a God who existed in, uh, in the beginning and created all things, but he doesn't exist now? Okay. Then they go on to say, but we know again that from that God, the person of God continued until today in his people. And today the supreme one has appeared amongst us. Wow. All right, number to call, air code 866-423-9578. Ron from Inkster, hang on. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss
0: Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, talks about timeshare cancellation.
1: If I could help everybody that has been lied to when buying a timeshare, I would. But the honest truth is, I can't. And those that are telling you that they can without knowing the specifics of your timeshare, well, they're lying too. But if you were misled when buying a timeshare, if you were told your timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees would never go up, I might be able to help. Ten years ago, I was sued for millions of dollars by a timeshare timeshare giant and federal court with everything to lose my home my money my kids future but i fought i won because i fought for what was right helping folks that have been lied to cancel their timeshare unfortunately we can't help everyone but i guarantee you if we take you as a client we will cancel your timeshare contract or You'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now
0: for your free information kit. 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771.
3: With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time in mind. Mike Campbell here,
0: serial entrepreneur. Doing payroll is no longer a headache for our customer, Jeff. I've used various payroll providers in the past, and none can hold a candle to Patriot Software. Their software is ridiculously easy to use. The support staff is knowledgeable and courteous. I am very excited that Patriot Software files my tax forms for me, not just providing the forms like other payroll companies do. As a business owner, managing payroll has been a long-time headache that I no longer struggle with thanks to Patriot Software i definitely
3: rate your company 5 out of 5 stars.
0: Go to PatriotSoftware.com to get your payroll pricing for up to 100 employees. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's patriotsoftware. With
2: PatriotSoftware.com,
0: accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money.
3: They say the best is yet to come. But to help make that true for your retirement... You need a plan. Start by tuning in to the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett every Saturday at 1. Rick helps simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations. No product pushing. Just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Barnett Financial Hour with Rick Barnett of Barnett Financial and Tax every Saturday at 1.
1: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, looking at some tenets of the Nation of Islam, a black organization with racist uh, uh, tenets, as well as things that challenge what the Bible has to teach about Christ, and and they challenge basic Christology, that's what we're looking at, but also, any questions you ask, just like Ron from Inkster, it's talking right now. Hello, Ron, how you doing?
4: Oh, I'm doing okay. Great. Um, Pastor, I want to ask you, and this right here been kind of concerning me for a long time. This is about the racism and everything that when I was a child, what I saw every day, and then these right here was church people, and then they was putting up so much hatred towards uh, 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 the black people and all that. What's going to happen to these people uh, you know, when they uh, 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 pass, ooh, I mean, is God, uh, I mean, these people going straight to hell for what they did or what? You know, I don't understand that.
1: Well, everybody's going to have to answer for their sins. Uh, and, and definitely uh, racism uh, is a sin. So unless people repent and go, come to Jesus Christ and get transformed, they're going to uh, have to answer to a um, to God for what they've done. Not only white people, black people, too. Um, Yeah, everybody's going to answer for their sin and for their racism. Because in my study of racism, I have discovered that uh, you can find racists in every ethnic group, black, white, Chinese. Yep, I taught it for like 23 years uh, when I taught racism and against racism in the military. And uh, I was able to point out examples from every single group.
4: Okay, okay.
2: So now, for us, it's it's
1: typical just to probably, you know, we talk about white racism uh, but remember there's a, uh, there's a lot of black racism too.
4: Yeah. Well, I can only speak for what, what I saw, you know, to myself. I don't know what other people are doing around the world. And I don't talk about, and well, no, we know what,
1: what other people are doing around the world because all we've got to do is read and look at it. In fact, I know that, uh, there were uh, some black racists shooting at white cro- policemen indiscriminately. As long as it was a white cop, they shot him and they didn't care. And uh, the thing that got me about it is I've got some white relatives in my family and they could have been out there and got shot just because they were white. So no, you right. don't have to, you don't have to look hard to find it. I mean, uh, definitely. Uh, when I, and, 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 and you see what I'm saying? I'm just being real with you.
4: Yeah. 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 Yes. And then the reason why I was asking, I had talked to a, 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 he was a uh, pastor of a church and then he was talking, you know, uh, about that. And then the way that he was talking, it wasn't no concern and all of that, you know. But what God wasn't the it, about the racism that no, you know? It's, it's and, impossible.
1: It's, it's, it's impossible to be a pastor and not deal with racism, because it's talked, uh, it's talked about in the Bible. But the problem that gets me, my friend, is that usually the only kind of racism that's focused on is white racism. Nobody's talking about the racism that's done by others. And that is what uh, surprises me. As a person who is looking at all of the evidence and all of the facts, uh, you've got, got to recognize that, uh, yeah, racism is a, it's a human sin, not just something that's done by, uh, by uh, white folks, so to speak.
4: And that's what amazes me. Yeah. Okay, then. All right. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's the thing that gets me. That's the thing that bothers me. I I just hate the bias. We got to be fair. That if we look at it, uh, racism, all races uh, stand under the condemnation of what the Bible says because the Bible is very clear that all there is is, I'm sorry, but one race. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Glad to talk to you. Now, with any question that you have, it is, of course, welcome here. Uh, you can call in your uh, question about theology, about Christian living, about any comments I'm making now, whatever is on your mind, if it has to do with the Bible, then friends, we want to talk about it on the Bible Talk program. That number for you to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and any subject you have that you'd like to discuss is welcome on this particular program, as long as we're dealing with the Bible. And today, of course, talking about the Bible uh, and racism and trying to just make it clear that uh, clearly racism is a sin, but uh, it's not like it's color coded to just one particular group of people. It's something that uh, can be and has been practiced by people of every ethnic group and every so-called racial category that you can find number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor emory moss if you have any questions about the bible that you would like to have addressed on this program uh please give me a call be glad to talk to you Uh, About What's on your mind as long as it deals with something that's connected to the topic and it deals with a biblical question biblical questions of course uh, of any kind are welcome on this program here today. So just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss as we continue to look at what the uh, Bible has to say about a number of subjects uh, and especially dealing with the subject of racism. Now, just to show you how God feels about it, uh, in fact, the Bible, and this is what amazes me about the Bible, it covers absolutely everything. There are very few subjects that are not talked about in the Bible. Here in First John and in chapter 4, right in front of your face, it says in verse 19, and this is written to everybody, right? Here, the Word of God is addressing everybody, written by John, the Apostle John. He says, um uh, uh, in verse 19, we love him because he first loved us. Okay? That's talking about us and our relationship to Jesus Christ. Then verse 20. Verse 20. Listen to it. Remember it. Write it down. First, uh, first John, chapter 4, and verse 20. If a man say, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. <laughs> Look at it. If a man say, I love God and hates his brother, he's a he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? I rest my case. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss as we deal with the subject of the nation of Islam, and anything that is on your mind. Uh, I've got some more points to make here, but remember, any question you have about the Bible, any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. We want you to call. We want you to work us hard, especially Marcus, because Marcus wants to rest when he gets home, so he's got to be worn out before he goes. So give him a call, area code 866-423-9578. 9578, area code 866 423 9578. Our phone lines wide open and waiting for you to call. All right, Nation of Islam goes on to teach that God is one of many gods. That's just basic polytheism. That's the kind of stuff that Moses and uh, others were dealing and God was working against in the Old Testament. Uh, but then they go on to say this, and notice how color coded uh, the Nation of Islam is in its approach. The black man's gods according to the history that Allah taught, have all been the wisest. Wait a minute, the black man gods? I didn't know the black man had gods. My goodness gracious, right? Uh, then, uh, goes on to say, here's another startling statement from the nation of Islam. 6,000 years ago, or to be more exact, 6,600 years ago, all right? As Allah taught me, our nation gave birth to another god Whose name was Jacob? So Jacob, they've got all these gods uh, that are being created by God. That, of course, is just just gross paganism, right? Uh, similar to what is taught in Hindu thought. Uh, and unfortunately today, similar to what is also taught in Mormonism, where they teach eternal progression. That is that Mormon men, when they get married to Mormon women in their temples, that they are exalted to the position of being a god. All false teachings, all things that uh, are denied by the word of God. Then when it comes to the person of Christ. Yeah, uh, and right here is a, another big dividing line between what we call the truth and error. All right? Concerning the person of Christ. Uh, The Nation of Islam teaches this. Christ was only a mortal man and a prophet, not God. Okay? Christ was only a mortal man and a prophet, not God. Well, that's absolutely false as far as the Bible is concerned. Now, of course, people can believe anything they want. But if we go to the Bible and look at what it has to say about Jesus, it says something totally different than that. And so therefore, now this lets you know something, that there's no way you can be in the nation of Islam and then say that you're a Christian and you love Christ and all that. No, that, that's that got to be in the category of baloney, right? Because it's very clear, if you are saying that Christ was only a mortal man uh, and a prophet, but not God, then you are coming against what the Bible teaches. Now, you may not believe that the Bible is the word of God. That's your business. But don't say that the Bible doesn't teach what it teaches. That's where I beg to differ, okay? Uh, Because there's so many passages we could look at. But let's get to um, uh, one of the, uh, another, a very clear passage over in Hebrews chapter one, uh, where I'm going to take you. And I know this is a clear passage because I actually was challenged by a Muslim who told me that there was no place. Well, first of all, here's what the Muslim said. He said to me this. He said, Jesus never called himself God, okay? Never in the Bible do you see where Jesus just called himself God. Uh, as if that made a difference, okay? whether Jesus called himself. Now, he had. He, he has in the Bible done that. But uh, uh, that, in fact, I told him that's not a good argument. Say so said, why? Because let me show you a passage. And he says there's no place in the Bible. He also said not only did Jesus not say he didn't say he was God. He said there's no place in the Bible where Jesus is called God. So I took him to Hebrews chapter 1 okay, and verse 6. Okay, Took him there. And read to him these. That's all I did. I took him to the Bible. You know, in other words, for me, there's no discussion that's worth anything unless the evidence that you bring forth is from the Bible. If you say that the Bible does not proclaim Jesus to be God, then the only place I can give you the answer from is from the Bible. It's not my opinion. And so, in Hebrews chapter one, verse six, it says this. And again, when he brings in the first begotten into the world, he says and let all the angels of God worship him. Now, that's talking about Jesus. Okay? And again, when he brings in uh, the first begotten into the world, he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But, here is Hebrews 1 and 8, but unto the Son, he saith, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Quotes from Psalm 45. Okay, so I told him, what difference does it make? Definitely, I can show you passages where Jesus said he was God. But here, God the Father calls him God. What can you do about that? He had an answer for me. He had an answer. I was shocked. He paused, and then he said, well, well, the Bible contradicts itself. (laughs) Wait a minute. You can't have it both ways. First, he told me it wasn't in the Bible. He said it's not in there. Then when I showed him it was in there, the only thing he could say is the Bible contradicts itself. So, therefore, that's what happens uh, when people don't want to believe something. No argument you use is going to work with them because uh, if they find themselves proven wrong, they just will go to another one uh, and down the stream, it's like a whole series of denials. But needless to say, the Bible is clear on Jesus being Exactly who the Bible says he is. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any questions you have about the Word of God is welcome here. You can call right now if you want to ask a question about anything. It could be about the subject I'm talking about or it can be something else. As long as it's dealing with the Bible, friends, we're ready to have it. All right. And these phone lines are all open. Uh, One of them looks like it's about to uh, have someone on it, but the others are working well. So all you've got to do is call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss, just as Jeff is doing from Livonia. Let's talk to him right now. Hello, Jeff.
5: Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? Good. Thanks for calling. Uh, no, thank you. Um, I just uh, want to make a comment. I uh, just heard you speaking about Jesus in Islam, and I don't know if the Nation of Islam has a separate doctrine from Islam in general. But they do, according to the. They do okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, this may or may not be relevant, but according to the Quran, Jesus and Muhammad were the two great prophets. However, Jesus uh, ascended into heaven. Uh, they they believe that uh, his death on the cross was uh, wasn't him. It was supposed to be him, but it was actually somebody else. And That's that absolutely Jesus right. Gonna,
1: That's absolutely right. Okay.
5: And then that Jesus is to return one day, whereas Muhammad just died and has no supernatural ability. So in that respect, do you not wonder why Jesus is not the more revered prophet than Muhammad?
1: Well, it's 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 interesting why, but that's their, that's their view. The Shahada, of course, you know that uh, Allah is the only God and Muhammad is his prophet. But they do ascribe some yeah. things to Jesus that, uh, as you say, are quite uh, interesting. But here's what's uh, really fascinating about it, and this is where, this is the, the, the lack of uh, uh, theological uh, coherence they have in Islam. They've got Jesus not dying and going into heaven, but there's one problem with that view. that they have, which was argued by a Muslim friend of mine who had become a Christian, and when he was told by uh, the Muslims he used to be a part of, well, Jesus didn't die, somebody died in his place, he went right into heaven. The question that uh, he asked his opponent was this, he said, well, if that happened to Jesus, how did he go to the bathroom? And it was told (laughs) silence, and the other guy couldn't give an answer. Because, see, in Islam, They don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead in a resurrection body. He did not die. So if he did not die, then that means that he went into heaven in his natural body. So if he's in a natural body, he'd have to be carrying on all of the natural functions. And Islam in the Quran, it gives no answer to that. Now, this is what my friend told me. And he said, uh, total silence. Uh, The guy couldn't answer the question. And he said later on. He found out that the guy had lost face because he couldn't answer it during the debate and he took his own life.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, they, wow. they. Yeah, so they have uh, some. And then they've got uh, uh, some story in the Quran about uh, a camel who died 1,000 years and was brought back to. For 100 years, I'm sorry, 100 years and was brought back to life. Well, goodness, they believe in a lot of stuff. Seems like the resurrection wouldn't be a hard one for them to go with. But but you're right in what right, you are saying.
5: exactly. Yeah. Now can I can I ask you one more question? You most certainly can answer, yes, sir. Um, have you heard of the uh, testimony of former Jesuit priest Rivera, who claimed that the Vatican created Islam?
1: That the Vatican created Islam?
5: Created I haven't heard Islam. that.
1: I haven't heard that. One. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, and how uh, could how could he say that
1: the how, how when did the Vatican come into being?
5: The Vatican came in um, in the fifth century, I believe.
1: Okay. Fifth century. Uh,
5: maybe, maybe even no, as the first century actually. Well, mm-hmm, what evidence? What
1: evidence does he adduce that they're the ones who created Islam?
5: Uh, he was that. Well, the Jesuits have to take an oath, and they're sworn to secrecy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, who knows if you know you can believe this or not, unless you've actually done it. But uh, apparently, he was told this by a Cardinal. I want to say Cardinal B. B. C. E. A. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. that's correct, but uh, it was August. The, the theory is that. Or his his uh claim is that uh, you know, it was uh Augustine who um went to the uh you know, are they the descendants of Ishmael? I'm, who is that? Maybe I'm not sure. Who quite, is that? The Muslims? Uh the Arabs. The Arabs, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm hmm Yeah, so uh and that uh this uh um Muhammad was um actually the daughter of a uh follower of Christ, an Arab follower of Christ. I don't see,
1: I'm I'm just uh, wondering, we can say it, but uh, uh, the mm -hmm. history is sketchy. Where is it uh, that we have historical accurate proof? Because I've read Augustine's writing. I've seen nothing in him of it. Uh, And so what kind of historical evidence is the guy adducing to prove it? We know that there was no uh, Islam. It started with Muhammad. Uh, So in other words, someone would have to have came up with his account, which was, that he was visited by the angel Gabriel. Okay. So that was the beginning of Islam. So I'm wondering how does this, uh, in other words, to prove to me that actually the Catholic Church, now they're responsible for some stuff, but not that, I don't I don't, don't believe. Because I haven't, in all my world religions classes, no one ever went to any sources outside of the legitimate ones we have to prove that. So the evidence, I'm glad to see it.
5: yeah. But Jeff is the research and uh, looking into it. It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. Well, what happens are, is, uh, it, some right. various...
1: it, There's some interesting things uh, that are said. You're, you're breaking up. I don't know why you had a little technical, Jeff Scotty. But let you know that a lot of things are interesting. But I, I know that you're like me. I can't establish anything without evidence and then logic. Right. Got to have the real hard historical sure. evidence for it. And in what I've seen in Augustinian writing and that, I just don't don't see it. I haven't seen anything uh, that shows in fact, uh, it can't be by the Catholic Church because they teach the very opposite of some of the things that are taught in Islam. So it's kind of a strange mixture, but I'm willing to look at it. Thanks for calling. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back.
0: Hi, this is Bob
5: Eubanks. Do me a favor. Don't treat this as a commercial. I want you to treat this as a conversation between two friends, you and me. Now, look, if you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, I'm sure you're stressed out. But I've got a solution for you. You see, my friends at the Tax Defense Group can help. This is a family-run business. They do it the old-fashioned way. They put you first, and they never charge a big upfront fee. I've seen them settle for a fraction of what is owed. These are honest, experienced experts who really know how to get it done. The IRS is relentless, so call now
0: for a free tax account review. And remember, there's never a huge upfront fee. Call 855-TAX-BILL, 855-TAX-BILL. That's 855-829-2455, 855-829-2455.
6: If you've got a tax bill that you can't pay, get help, get help, get help, help. the tax group way. Hey.
5: Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or the Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you.
1: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Thank you, Mark, for hanging on, Cosmo, and also Douglas. We're going to go to Leonard, Michigan, and talk to Cosmo right now. Hello, Cosmo.
6: Hello, Pastor Moss. How are you today?
1: Real good. How are you?
6: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hey, I'm calling with a question I've been meaning to ask you for a little bit. It's got nothing to do with Islam, though. Is that okay? Oh, fine. Yes. Okay, okay, because it sounds like that's what you guys were talking about right when I tuned in here. But anyway, I have been um, studying on a just something that I came across, I don't know why, in my daily Bible studies, is um, just the, the roles of women in the church and the different—it uh, seems like a lot of people have different ideas on that.
7: Uh-huh. Um,
6: I think—I heard you actually explain to a woman the other day about the verse— in, First Corinthians about women not being able to speak in the church and that seemed to be more about being disruptive, right? Yelling across the room and such. Mm-hmm. The one that I that I am struggling with, I guess, or trying to figure out the correct um exposition on is first Timothy chapter two, I think starting in verse eleven and ending in verse eighteen. Uh and I'm driving right now, so I don't have it in front of me, but Paul says, um, You know, I I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. He goes on to say she must be silent. I think that word means more quiet and submissive, from Mm -hmm. my understanding. He goes on to relate that to creation in the fall, you know, with with Adam eating the apple instead of listening to God, listening to his wife. And then Uh, that really complicated verse at the very end with
1: well, I'm right there. I'm right where you're talking about. Let's take a look at it, because you have went to the uh, uh, the key verses that deal with the subject. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, you have two of them next to each other, uh, 1 Timothy 2 and also 1 Timothy 3. In 1 Timothy uh, 2 and 12, But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man. Now, of course, this is taken differently by some. Uh, I think that what it's talking about when it says, I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority, that he's saying don't, not to do the kind of teaching that usurps authority from the man. Okay? And so I think that I think that first Timothy two is related to first Timothy three. Now, one thing we know that, that women not being able to speak, uh, you know, yeah, Philip over in the book of Acts. He had daughters which prophesied. Uh, in the Gospels, uh, Anna was a prophetess. We go to Judges; we've got uh, Deborah, a prophetess. We go to First Chronicles; we've got Huldah, a prophetess. So all these women are able to speak. Uh, so goodness for them not to be able to speak in the New Testament, and they're speaking in the Old Testament. Uh, just doesn't seem to be, you know, what the Bible could be teaching. Definitely, they should not be usurping authority, right? And it goes into that in uh, thirteen. For Adam was not first; Adam was first formed, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in transgression. Then it goes into, notwithstanding, she shall be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. So, in other words to just talking about how women uh, avoid the judgment of God by being holy and you know doing the roles that they're supposed to have but in terms of them uh, not being able to uh, preach or teach that's I mean in other words one thing we know this uh, and these are these are some solid facts that there are roles that the bible says women should not have two of them right in the Old Testament there is no such thing as a female priestess there were no priestesses all priests were males. Also, they were from the tribe of Aaron, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that didn't stop Huldah from being a prophetess, though, right? So she was, It didn't right. stop Miriam mm-hmm. in Exodus chapter fifteen from being a prophetess. Okay? Uh, so therefore, uh, so they could minister, but in that office of the priesthood, locked down, no priest at all. In the New Testament, same thing. First Timothy three. This is the true saying: If a man desires, if a man Desire the office of a bishop. He desires a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach. So it's clear here also that the role of pastor, okay, is one that seems to be regulated to the male. Now, of course, God will use anyone if there's nobody to do it. But uh, definitely in terms of the pastor of the church, that means one having authority over the whole church, uh, that should be, uh, that's a male office, just as the priesthood is a male office in the Old Testament. And I don't see any way around that. But in terms of teaching, as long as they're under authority, I don't see the problem. In fact, we know that women could speak in the church because over in uh, uh, Corinthians, uh, Paul talks about women praying. And, uh, uh, and
6: prophesying.
1: And prophesying, Right. So if they're praying and prophesying, they got to be talking. I mean, there's no way that you you, you get my point. There's no way they could be doing that if they're not if they're not able to speak. Yeah. So definitely the Bible. Yes, I do get your point. Yeah. So there's no problem with them speaking. It's just certain ministry roles that the Bible does uh, uh, close down uh, for them, but not in terms of uh, uh, speaking in general. And that's where some. Uh, folks i think go just a little bit too far in it but uh, they're doing what they believe to do but i don't think that that is something that uh, uh that we can grace and say it's totally biblical
6: yeah yeah you know that's the i was trying to work that tension between in acts when when aquila and priscilla minister to apollos i mean she had some yeah
2: there some you go and in,
6: uh-huh. everything you're saying because it certainly, I just I've been struggling with it for weeks. I don't always listen to your show because I have a little daughter and she's usually going to sleep right about now. But oh. sometimes I have evening meetings, so when I do, I uh, I listen to your show on the way home. So anyway, I I appreciate that. So it sounds like really it's not a it's not a speaking and teaching issue. It's an authority
1: issue. It seems to be <laughs> that's what it seems to be saying. For instance, like over in First Corinthians eleven, right? Every man praying or yeah. prophesying, having his head covered dishonors his head. But every woman that prays yeah. or prophesies. Now, prophesying is talking, speaking. yeah, but Absolutely. So she can do it as long as she's doing it with respect, having her head covered like it's supposed to be, according to their custom. But she could definitely yeah. speak in the church.
6: Absolutely. Okay, I, I appreciate it, Pastor Moss. Uh, have a nice rest of your day.
1: Okay, thank you very much. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
6: This is Owen Strand for townhall.com.
0: For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Those words familiar to many come from the 139th Psalm in the Bible. In poetic language, we learn here that the Creator gives life to every person. Our personhood does not awake at our birth. A child in the womb is a child. Yet since Roe v. Wade made abortion legal today in 1973, Americans have broadly rejected this vision. We have embraced abortion and have killed well over 60 million babies in the womb. Truly, the blood of our children cries out from the earth. Thankfully, in our time, we're seeing major pro-life gains. Several pro-life Supreme Court justices have been appointed by President Trump, and younger generations poll strongly pro-life. Whether you're motivated by religious conviction or common recognition of human dignity, let us keep fighting for life. Nothing is more precious than a baby. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap listen, choose news talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at
3: Radio.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details.
5: For more information and to book your trip today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com and search keyword Alaska.
1: It sure does belong to the Lord. Let's go to Mark in Wayne County. How you doing, Mark? Thanks for waiting, Larry.
7: Hang on, uh, Pastor Mark. Thank you for taking my call. I'm going to uh, shoot off three or four quick questions in relation to your topic, and if you don't get to them tonight, I don't know if you're going to speak on this topic uh, again later on this week. Give me, hear, give me, give me, give me your response.
1: most your most pressing one, and then call the other two in later.
7: Okay. All right. Uh, here it is. You spoke about uh, Yakub. I think you said uh, they teach about somebody named Yacoub, uh, a god that was born. Right. Um, what, I was wondering if, if if, they say that Yacoub is actually Jacob of Abraham, No, Isaac, they don't. And Jacob no, they don't. Today.
1: They have actual okay. uh, fanciful notions of this Yacoub, supposedly the creator of the white race. So from dump, dipping okay. them in some kind of a pot or something. So it has nothing okay, to do so with that, the biblical. Just,
7: it okay, good. Here, In terms of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, and ranking of authority with the apostles, the 12 apostles. Uh, is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob co-ruling with Jesus Christ as well, along with the 12 apostles?
1: Well, definitely we know that there will be rulership for David and rulership for the apostles. Uh, we don't see Abraham's mention, but goodness, he's the father of the, uh, of the uh, Jewish people in a sense. But specifically, we know that uh, David will have rulership along with Jesus Christ. Uh, and so are the apostles. Other than that, we can't be sure, but I'm sure Abraham will have some prominent place.
7: Thanks for taking my call. All
1: right. Thank you. Let's go to Larry
2: and Warren. Hello, Larry. Yeah. Uh, pass them off. How you doing? Great. Um, I want to ask you a quick question. I was getting ready to get married, and I hear that you say that unequal yoke won't work. Uh, That's right. He's a Jehovah's Witness, and I'm a Baptist. No, sir. So Don't what?
1: do it, buddy. Don't do it. I just tell you, Second uh, Corinthians yeah. 6, 14, do not be unequally yoked, believe with unbeliever. Jehovah's Witnesses do not believe that Jesus rose from the dead in his body. They believe he rose in spirit, uh, an invisible spirit creature. They do not believe that he's God in human form. They believe that he's the angel uh, uh, Gabriel, okay? Uh, uh, they don't believe in eternal hell. Uh, you know, they don't believe that Jesus is God. So you're marrying somebody who's in a cult, and that's an unequally yoked situation. I can just tell you plainly.
2: Oh, okay, so are they Christians? You said you are a Christian, so... Yeah, but but but, but you know, a Christian cool?
1: has to believe in the things in the Bible. Anybody <laughs> can say they're a Christian, right? You can say it. Okay. But to believe yeah, that, you right. have to believe in the orthodox doctrines of the Christian faith.
7: Okay, okay, gotcha. All
1: right, well, oh, I'll tell you what, you now, sure now you can come and talk to me. What? If you want to talk to me more about it, you can. All you've got to do is uh, call area code 313 and come sit with me, and let's discuss it. Because okay. you do not want to get in an unequal yoke relationship.
4: Okay, thanks a lot. I will. Okay, Keep I'm calm. sorry to
1: break that news to you, but that's just the just the truth. That's all there is to it. Um, I've had that situation before, and it's a a non-starter. I, uh, especially myself, I would never uh, perform a marriage between an unequal yoke situation. I just now people can still get married. Okay, just go to the city. City will marry you. <laughs> but you should not be asking the blessings of a, uh, especially the Christian church, on something that the Bible says isn't Christian. And I'm just sorry. It's the Bible. Okay? Uh, some people try to take it personally. Don't point at me. I didn't write the book. You know, That's scripture. Do not be unequally yoked, believer with unbeliever. How are your kids going to be raised? Uh, one one way, one the other way. Let them choose for themselves. Uh, and what about your faith? Are you going to pray to a false god and a false religion? Uh, for the sake of your spouse? Uh, no, you don't have to do that. God's got somebody out there for you. Do it the way God said to do it. And don't think, do not think, that you can marry them and then get them saved. That's a myth. The Bible, in fact, First Corinthians 7 tells you that there's no promise. In fact, it, it, it addresses the issue specifically in First Corinthians chapter 7, that you have no promise, that an unbelieving person is going to become a believer because they marry you. You don't. Stay away from it. Do what God says. Okay? Uh, there's too many fish in the sea. You can find the right fish. All right. If I can use that analogy. All right. <laughs> well, great to have been with you uh, for another Bible Talk session. I look forward to being with you again uh, tomorrow. Here on the same station dealing with uh, theology, Christian living, uh, continuing uh, this discussion and other discussions as well. But remember, no matter what I talk about or put on the table, you can call with any question you have about the Word of God, about theology. That's what it's all about. I am your biblical consultant. I want to be with you. To do that, I need your support. Send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan. 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. I'll wait to rec- receive that from you, and we're able to pay our bills and keep this program going. God bless you. See you next time.